Hello, it's WWE superstar Naomi, and I'm here with my favorite girls, those wrestling girls. Mwah. I'm on my own, against the wall. The pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And now I see that I'm way better than before. I never needed you at all. Think I'm I was jamming. I'm sorry. That's like. That's <laughs> no, it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Wait, Shout out to the jam. EST. Yeah, I was about to wear a vintage shirt tonight. Oh, I like um, the one you have on, though. Thank you. Yeah, that's I a good got one. it for me for my birthday. Oh, um, so cute. I can't wait to see it. Started. I love it. Yeah, she'll be here in a few. She'll be here in a few. Shout out to Doc from Bleacher Report. He's up here with us as well. Have a very important discussion to have. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate the invite. No, definitely, definitely. I wanted to make sure I got different voices up here because uh, I know this is a very touchy subject. Um, I was everybody's been going off today <laughs> in, in terms of this subject. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, last night during Raw, I I, I, I just I don't even watch Raw like that. But I, I, I follow on Twitter and stuff like that. And just to hear that, you know, um, that Sasha Banks and Naomi. Is it Naomi or Naomi? Because a lot of people, like, pronounce them in different ways. I, I say Naomi. Naomi. Okay. I've heard it both so ways. Not- I, I think I always just reflexively say Naomi because I've heard it right. that way so many times. But right. Yeah, I'm not sure what she prefers. Well, we'll go ahead and say Naomi for now. <laughs> um, they decided to to, to leave uh, the episode last night. Uh, I don't know if you want to add a little bit more to the recap, you guys. You go. You go ahead, Doc. I mean, I I only know what's been reported a few places. It seems like Sasha was especially unhappy with the creative direction that things were heading with that six pack challenge that was advertised. Supposedly, I guess Naomi was going to pin Nikki and it was just going to forego all the women's tag stuff. And they had asked for a match with Dewdrop and Nikki and that got turned down. So it was just a whole messy situation, I guess. And nobody wanted to budge and, Apparently, Sasha and Naomi decided to leave, and you know the the statement WWE released was obviously a big old pile of something, and <laughs> and uh, it felt it felt very it felt very like let's get ahead of the story, but in the end, it really ended up biting them in the butt because it just does not look good 
and right yeah it, it's a very tricky situation and it's one of those things where none of us really know 100 percent of what happened so it's so hard to really comment on anything at this point other than just you know supporting naomi and sasha in deciding to realize what they're worth and stand up for themselves i guess yeah. did you add anything else to, um uh, it, like we when we were chatting before like it's such a layered discussion because right. one it has to do with WWE's women's division um two it's about the tag team division which is already a polarizing subject about how they're booked then you have two of the most polarizing women in wrestling Sasha Banks and Naomi they're black women so there's like a lot of layers to it um and the statement i think from wwe was i think their strangest part because i've never seen anything like it i've never seen them talk right. about rehearsal times for matches and things like that and the whole unsafe narrative when there's been so many other instances where other women have been like clearly unsafe where they never addressed it so there's a part of me that believes it's a work it's like it's, it's like a lot but I do know that they were unhappy with where things were going to be going as far as how the tag titles are booked and the narrative has been spun a lot. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is that one of, my, uh, one of my friends in my group chat, um, I don't speak to every group chat, he uh, mentioned it was like, you know, um, is this a work or a shoot? Me automatically, just think, I'm not watching. So it's like, you know, uh, most likely it's a work. And then you start seeing more stories come out. I was like, oh, this is this is really going down. Like, <laughs> this is really happening this way. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's a Adidas underscore head 88 got on Twitter and gave a, a, allegedly, I want to say allegedly because, we again, we don't know the full story. He's a, apparently a former writer from WWE. Um, and he shared some of the insight from what's going on backstage last night. I just want to read what he tweeted out. Mm -hmm. Um, just because it kind of gives a, another side of it potentially to what the story really is. Okay. Um, and Blue, I'm just gonna um let um Jenna in real quick too. Oh, we don't need her. She's alright. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kid, I joke, I kid, I joke. That's, uh, it's, it's crazy because no, it's crazy. It's cool because we're supposed. No, it's fine. I love how are you? Props Thank you. The I, I shouted you out. No, you didn't shout me out. No, you didn't shout me I out. Did. PR. No, you didn't, didn't shout I me out. This wonderful shirt. No, you didn't. Deny. But yeah, he did say that you got him that shirt. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but yeah, let me uh, go ahead and read this uh, other side of potentially the the women's side. Uh, before we do, you want to add anything else, Jenna, to what we said so far? We discussed like um, just basically it. like just get, we just gave a quick recap of what what happened. <laughs> I'm um, getting ready to read like uh, one of the former writers from WWE allegedly. Fuck WWE. That's what I have to. That's what I have to um, include. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna read this potential side of the story for the women. Uh, you are approached in February as being put in a tag team after both being promised a big feud at WrestleMania. You bite the bullet and put everything you've got into being a tag team. It works. You get over when the titles at WrestleMania and become merch pushers. Five weeks into your reign, you show up to live TV ready to work. You are told you will be in the main event and you are happy. You both are. Then they told you that you will be going over from pinning each other. You have questions why that decision was made and how it helps y'all. You request a meeting with your boss to discuss it. Your boss takes the meeting and everything is actually going well. 
He understands your concerns. The meeting ends well, and the match is told to be reconstructed. For some reasons, producers get mad about it. You didn't ask one of your members going over, going over, what happens to your titles. You are told basically that you will just be carrying the belts. They want to use you both to help both women's champions get more over. Bianca versus Naomi, Sasha versus Ronda. Neither, neither one of you will win the solo titles and you won't defend your tag titles until Money in the Bank. You ask for another meeting with your boss, but this time you're being called spoiled. A producer walks away screaming. He comes back and tells both of you to fix your attitudes. You have a brief meeting amongst yourselves and decide to sit up for yourselves. You go to another boss and make it clear you just have concerns. You ask why are we even in the match and why are the women in it? You ask why your titles have no stories for two months. Again, you are met with fix your attitudes. So after one final meeting with yourselves and asking others, you make the ultimate decision as a team. It's sad, it's sad how one side is trying to create a fucked up narrative. Also, it was asked why were Nikki, Ash, and Dewdrop in the match instead of starting their program tonight. Naomi nor Sasha talked down about being in the ring with neither one. I don't know how that got flipped. So basically, that's what was being spoke about, and this is what their side of the story is, allegedly. Now, when you hear that, you kind of understand their gripe. Like, why are we, as tag team champions, being used to put over the single titles, when it doesn't benefit us at all, neither does it benefit the tag team. And yeah. then if I was followed up by WWE doing their statement release, um, yes. I'm going to go ahead and try Smear to, campaign. Try to find Smear that. campaign, basically. <laughs> go ahead, t- t- tell them how you felt about that that side of the story while I find, you know, WWE's uh, about, attempted... Uh, about their side of the story or just in general, yeah. my thoughts? Just in general, uh, well, you started. I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab the the alleged uh, press release. I mean, this is like I've I've tweeted this. If anyone that follows us or you know us on Twitter and stuff like that, this is what we say when black women are disrespected, and it's not even just in a wrestling soap. It's just in everyday life. You know what I mean? We're supposed to act, you know, mild mannered. We're not supposed to have an opinion. It's just we have to follow everything that is done by the book and and just accept our position and and shut up and that's and that's it and it's sad that to see a lot of our i don't want to go off too much on a tangent about race but it's it's sad to see you know some of like our black men don't sit here and fight the good fight for us right you see a you see a, a lot of situations where it's just like Oh well, I'm tired of them, you know, being a, a spoiled brat or acting like a diva and this, that, and third. It's like, no, that's not that's not the case. Right. Why? Sh- my thing is, if Roman Reigns and I, you know, I, a lot of people were saying on Twitter, I don't know why he got gets bring into brought into this, but it's just an example. If Roman Reigns didn't like a storyline and said he was not doing this or wanted something to be done differently, you would accommodate him, right? Mm-hmm. If Randy, if Randy Orton didn't like something, you would accommodate him, right? If John Cena, if this, if this person, Becky, Charlotte, we just saw, we just saw three different occasions with Charlotte, and like in the past year or two, that there was an issue, and she, what, it wasn't that she got reprimanded, it was all right, let's accommodate her and reward her. She, she was rewarded with a long title mm-hmm. reign, and one at Mania, and the only reason technically why she lost. At backlash is because she went off to go get married. So it there, there was no repercussions for her action. 
So why is it that everyone else can voice their, their opinions right. and their frustrations, but as soon as the two black women who are extremely popular and over has an issue, and, and from the looks of it, from their statement, or like, like Blue said, allegedly, it wasn't like, oh, well, you need to do this, this, that, and the third. It was like, hey, we don't like this. What's, what's the direction with our characters? It's not right. what we should technically should be doing. It's fix your attitude. Oh, they're divas. They're this, that, it and seemed this. like it, they were more upset that they even spoke up as opposed to what they were even speaking up about. And I think what's interesting about the, the, the case with Sasha and Naomi is that their gripes are gripes that we have had. So that's the difference between like Charlotte's grievances and all this spoiled shit with all the other like stars. But like this, this is stuff that we've all been complaining about how the tag titles are booked, how Sasha and Naomi brought value to them and how there's no story. They brought something that was a valid argument that, and one thing I will always say, and y'all know I'm a, I'm a Sasha and it's, and and the thing is, it's the two of my favorite human beings that's involved in the situation. But what I loved about Sasha Banks, particularly, she always cared about what was best for the division because she can be the best wrestler in the world, but if she doesn't have a division and stories and all of that, then what the fuck is the point? So her being like, yo, and from the jump, y'all know how much these titles mean to Sasha. This is not a game to her. Her and Bailey fucking fought for these titles for years and now she's paired with somebody who's already been needing their due or already has the fan base behind her they have history as team bad like why not build the tag um fucking champion tag fucking division around them like like it's like little like it's 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 like why is this hard and the fact that they spoke up for the better of the division because one yeah, I know how I feel about tag titles and fucking mixed with the single titles. What's the point? Um, but then you have all these women, all the talent that Sasha's excited to wrestle. Like, so it's like, why wouldn't y'all like back that? You know what I mean? And I feel like it's definitely a thing because they're black women. It was like, how dare you? That's really what it comes down to. Because at the end of the day, like just going with your point, Sasha and Becky has created magic um, for years. So I know, Blue, you're going to um, mention the um, WWE statement. But right, in yeah. regards to them being unsafe workers, Becky and Sasha has created magic for years. Um, we already see, we've seen it specifically in Elimination Chamber how aware Dewdrop is when, I don't know if you guys remember when Liv got caught. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah. she and she helped yeah. in like quick thinking helped her. So that's that couldn't be an issue. You saw how well her and Bianca worked well, her mm-hmm. and Zelina worked well, so that couldn't be it. Right. Nikki, we've never heard of we've never heard that in Oscar and Oscar. So right. how can you even pull this out from your ass and a, say that this was the issue? We'll, we'll get to we'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> I, I do have a question because I Asuka. Fell last night, but where did the injury narrative come from? What the, where did that come from? Did that come what from WWE? Mean? Like the whole where they felt like people in the match were unsafe to work. It was with? WWE. Where did that oh, WWE? So yeah. it's that was in their statement. statement. Read, okay, so that's where that originated from. Okay, cool. So that is so. Did you want to add? If you sorry. I want to say, Doc, did you want to? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh no, I didn't have anything to add. I was just saying <laughs> that was what was in their statement was the whole okay unsafe BS. Yeah, that was on WWE's part. That was nobody else spreading that around. And the thing is, these are That's things wild. that we words that quote unquote they're you know people are banned to say. Like they even said belts. When like if I'm not mistaken, Vince McMahon um, a couple of years ago or a year, I don't know, 
has basically banned the word belts. You have to say titles. There's a list of words that you can't say. So this, so you literally put this this statement together just to bad mouth bad mouth them, and it just it doesn't make any type of sense. And like you said, P, it's just like this is Sasha's baby, right? So and like in their statement, you prom like they essentially promised. You take it back to last year. Who was who was next up to face Charlotte um, for the SmackDown's women's title? It was Sasha. It was the, the everything was aligned, right? Okay, yeah. until you decided to give Ronda that spot. Not, Naomi finally had a really really good storyline that she could sink her teeth into, and it wasn't some random bullshit that she's been we've been accustomed mm-hmm. with with her with her and Sonya. That that was the perfect way. If she wasn't gonna be the the dark horse to win a uh, Royal Rumble, she could have been she could have been the one to face Sonya. You could have had multiple women matches. So it's just like you promised them this, mm-hmm. and now okay, and now we, you're let's okay, and so our intelligence keep us quiet, put them in the tag team. Now it works. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna now you're gonna go off, off script and 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 do something just to to put over Ronda again. Lazy booking, like Sasha and Naomi. For lazy booking, y'all putting the tag team champions in a six pack challenge for for singles championship. For what? That could have easily been a tag team championship, um, like competition. And so Sasha got put over Ronda again. And the crazy thing is, Ronda's not even as big as she was at point. She has to do that again. Bianca, Bianca don't need to be put over. Bianca is. Legitimately, not by Naomi or Sasha, especially. Oh, you put her—you put her in a legitimate feud. Give someone like Oscar, you know, an actual legitimate feud. Turn her heel, and like, there's so many ways that you can do this. Why does Sasha have to constantly put over someone? It is 2022. I'm literally watching today her on coldest balls with Kevin Hart. Why the fuck is Sasha Banks have have to be in this predicament? (sighs) It, it's, and, it's, and, the, and I don't want to just focus on statement. Sasha, just with Naomi. It's like, why, it does not make sense. Why did it yeah. take her five years to even be to get a title? This is this is asinine. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just so, you know so, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> I love you. So WWE <laughs> statement was, and this is officially from their website on WWE.com, which I we've never. This is the first time I've ever seen a statement being made about uh, a performer walking out. Or leaving a venue early or anything like that um, That's not injury related So it said When Sasha Banks and Naomi, uh, Naomi Arrived at the arena this afternoon They were informed of their participation In the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw During the broadcast they walked into WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laurinaitis Office with their suitcase in hand Placed their tag team championships on his desk And walked out They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions And even though they had Eight hours to rehearse and construct their match They claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring With two of their opponents Even though they had matches with those individuals in the past With no consequences Monday Night Raw is a scripted Live TV show Really, Whose characters are expected to perform The requirements of their contract we regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Now, here's my issue with this statement, and uh, and it's funny because as soon as I woke up this morning, you know, I check, you know, as all of us do, we check our social medias when we wake up in the morning before we do anything else. Um, and I seen that they posted again on their Instagram. 
like two o'clock Eastern Standard in Time mo- in the morning. Two thirty in the morning because that's when I randomly like, got saying, up. I'm like, yep. I'm like, yo, what is happening here? Like, why is this smear campaign being done for these two women? And now this is when race come into play for me because all day today on the mixed tag shows on Twitter, everybody's complaining like, oh, why is this race? Why are we making this about race? Da 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 da. Is is the fact that when you look at the things that have transpired, right? As Jenna has mentioned. Uh, Charlotte has multiple incidents where she was very unprofessional on on the scripted on TV, TV show on live, on live TV, TV and right. nobody on commentary called her unprofessional, mm-hmm. right? And we've had Tony Storm walked off in the middle of her push with Charlotte, went home. Nobody knew that she even went home until she got home, yeah. and it was Definitely she was never. empowered and it was it was great and just let go out of her contract. No statements and, and none of the situations. But and then Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy walked off in the mm-hmm. middle of his performance, and even though they thought something negative, there was no statements made of why he walked off on a live event or whatsoever. But the moment that these two women stood up for themselves and told you that they didn't like what was being done for them and their division, a statement was made, a comment was made, another comment was made. I heard Becky Lynch took a shot during her promo. I heard, you know, again because I don't watch, I'm just going by what I heard. Uh, Corey Graves said what he said, and this is which where, is typical, right? But again, and. he's being told what to say in a sense too. So you kind of got to look at it that from that that matter as well. And it's just like when you look at the the, the common denominator or lack of between all these incidents is that these women are black, and they stood up for themselves and they spoke well, out. There's no other difference between all the other situations. Why was none of the other situations handled the same way? So being people like us who've seen this happen time and time again in our society, we we have to question it. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, with racism, a lot of times we forget that it's embedded, that sometimes they don't even know what they're doing. It's the microaggression. It's a microaggression. They just automatically react. Check your attitude. Remember when when Keith Lee left, what was it about? Check his attitude. You know what I mean? But when everybody else leaves, it's never about check your attitude. Check your it's attitude. like, I wish you did. It's, it's always, I wish you well. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, this is why a lot of times yeah. when we look at it, a lot of times when we look at it and they're like, why is it racism? We're not calling them racist, but it's embedded in the way they think of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of times we get upset and it's like, yo, we have to, that's the, that's the only thing that's different. Right. So I- clearly they're not respected. Right. It's true. And I cannot stress enough, too, that their grievances were for the better of the division. Like a lot of the examples that you used were like personal selfish reasons for the most part. And this is something that they were standing up for the like the better of the future of everything. Right. And like the the amount of women you have backstage that you're doing nothing with that you can literally build a dope tag team division off of their back. So it's like, why are they the ones? And I can't help but think about Sasha's narrative when she walked out and had a temper tantrum after WrestleMania 35. Like, it's the same It's the same thing. The only thing now is like WWE actually addressed it, which is like really, like was like the stranger thing for me. But I think they right. know that Sasha Banks is a star. And I'm going to quote what she said at, at Kip, like, um school if roman's the head of the table i'm on the other side of that fucking well she didn't curse but she said i'm the i'm the head of the other side of that table and that's 100 percent a fact a is, the, is the biggest star 
I would say, you know, the biggest female star, like no shade to Becky, but like Sasha's crossover appeal. Like I can't even tell you how many things that she's been involved in, how many different outlets that she's been in the crossover. Like my coworkers know who Sasha Banks is. Like they don't even watch wrestling, but they know who Sasha Banks is. They recognize her, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So WWE has to get ahead of this. What they're lucky of, and, and this is what frustrates me more about the entire situation is that Naomi is a good person. She has a good heart. She, she would good never heart, speak humble. out. You know, she would never go on her Twitter and stop trashing WWE. You know, Sasha's never. private. She's not going to, you know. So now you're dealing with people that, you know, are not about that type of thing. And now WWE, you're spinning this narrative about it, which I think you're only doing because these are two black women. And Sasha Banks has the power. And they don't like that. <laughs> they don't like it that. It's, it's a, so funny that you said that. Quick story. For Mother's Day, I took my mom to go. We went to the nail salon, get our nails done, whatever. And I'm sitting there minding my business. My mom goes, Jen, look. I, I, I look at the TV. Who do I see throwing out the first pick? It's Sasha Banks. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is what you what, what you just said in regards to Becky Lynch. No shade to Becky or whatever the case might be. But even in her, her, her rise to fame, I, I want to put it, it was still never that necessarily that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it had never been that crossover repeal where, okay, she's getting nominated for Kids' Choice Awards. She's, you know, interacting with legitimate A-listers in Hollywood or being put in, you know, Prominent freaking rules. Star Wars. You know what, you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. So, again, if, like, if Roman Reigns is the head of the table, yeah, absolutely. And like you said, WWE can't stand that. And here's the funny thing about bringing about one last thing in regards to Naomi. You, you see how much of a good person and a good heart she has and how she does get affected. Sasha has learned more so to have a, a thicker skin and not necessarily, you know, speak her thoughts. But Naomi will like kind of wear her heart on the sleeve in the, in the sense and kind of say, you know, this is a little disappointing that people will say this, this, that, and third. And I feel for that, right? But here's another thing that you got to look at. And this, and I don't want anybody to take this in any type of way. I'm not saying anything about their relationship or who, who they are as a person. But look at, for example, Naomi's husband. Again, this has nothing to do with their relationship. He's had his issues in the past. Right? That's ultimately mm -hmm. has affected her. You know what I mean? And he's, he, they've allowed him to get his stuff together. And I hope it, everything is corrected. But what happens? Everything is good. You come. There's no statement. There's no nothing. He comes back, and and the the graphic that they posted not too long ago that the Usos has carried the title for three hundred days. Granted, I love the storyline with the bloodline. This is not an issue in regards to the storyline. But my thing is, how how does bad behavior continue to get rewarded? But when you see people that just want to, um the betterment of the division and for others and not just themselves is fix your, again, fix your attitude, do this, that, and the third. So again, it, it has to come down to, it's because they're women and, and specifically black women. That's, that is there, there's no rhyme or reason or anything else. Like, oh, well, maybe cause you know, no, it's because they're black women. What did you think of the statement when it first came out, doc? Oh, I thought it was really stupid of them to do that. I mean, for one, we're already finding out when that statement came out. 
the backstage details of it from a bunch of different sources. So they weren't really getting ahead of anything because <laughs> right. the story was already starting to circulate. I think before the show even started, it was kind of out there. So it, it seemed like a very reactionary and petty move to me. And, you know, it, like, let's not forget Mustafa Ali publicly asked for his release and they didn't say anything. I mean, and, <laughs> and look at, and, you know, and he just got demolished by Veer on Monday. So he's, you know, he's back on TV, but it's not like he's, he's, getting yet to, he, he's not yet to be in a position where it can justify, like, why didn't you let that guy out of his contract? Right. You know? Right. So with Sasha and Naomi, like they're even in my opinion they're bigger stars than ali obviously they're both champions they're both veterans recognizable great ambassadors i mean when i posted that naomi thing earlier i I got so many great responses on it but one of the ones i got was uh somebody who is like a mutual follow posted a picture of her daughter hugging naomi and she said at a house show naomi like stopped and hugged her daughter and told her she was beautiful and that it was like such a nice memorable moment that she'll never forget and it's stuff like that that makes you really appreciate these people for the people that they are and so when you you know when you hear that they're being treated unfairly you you want to side with them and it does seem to be a pattern with the women's division especially and going deeper even into the tag team stuff because let's face it the last several reigns have just been what two women can we pair together to feud with the two women who are already holding the titles okay that feud's over let's break up those other two women throw two other women together and the same thing has kind of been going on in nxt you know how long is toxic attraction going to hold these titles for before we get another team who knows maybe six years so (laughs) it, it, it is it is an unfortunate thing that they have a lot of great talent that they're just not utilizing. Like, what are you doing with Shotzi sitting on the sidelines? What is, why is Zia Lee not doing anything? I mean, you debuted her with like an actually cool AR effect to her entrance. And, you know, she's just sitting on the sidelines. You give her one little promo about, I'm not a protector anymore. What's she been doing since? So it it just, it feels like, the the scales are so balanced in the wrong direction sometimes and we're starting to finally see the last few years we've started to finally see certain people stick up for themselves voice their displeasure and when when they aren't satisfied they have left and we're going to start seeing more and more of that contracts will expire and people will not resign if this kind of stuff keeps happening and i know it's at the end of the day, it's it's Vince McMahon's baby, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're hired to do a job. But at the same point, you're hiring entertainers and athletes. It should be a collaborative process. It should not just be... 100%. It should not just be, like, go out and do what one person says. Like, these teams of writers they have, like, they work with these talents on storylines that just get thrown out on the day of the show. Like, I can't tell you how many writers from WWE I've seen express anger over like putting days and weeks of work into something only for them to go nah we're just gonna scrap that and go in a different direction and never acknowledge it again and it 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 seems like it is very unfairly skewed to happen to the women more often so when i saw that statement i was just like that's 
one of the most petty things I've ever seen. Ridiculous. It, and when you say it's petty, it, it, I also said this. You you know when like uh, people break up and and it's gonna be that one person that wants to sit here and badmouth that other person so they can get the sympathy. Yeah, he did this or she did this, 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 that, and the third yep. to get ahead on of the situation so people, like I said, can sympathize with that. That's literally what Vince McMahon does. It's like, yeah, okay, it's your baby and you want to protect and everything. But you're you're at one point. When do you grow up? Yeah. That, and it, and the thing is, Sasha and Naomi aren't the type to like sit here and badmouth and, and talk their business on social media. So what 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 was the point of the statement right. and the 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 smear campaign in a matter of seconds? And then to read the statement, it you can see the contradict how they contradicted themselves because it's like you said it was. I, what hours into the day that they walked out? But when at eight p.m. when Raw started, what was the graphic? So you knew. So why you don't apologize because they they left apologize for again with the false advertisement because they did the same thing for SummerSlam ironically with Sasha promoting it up in the, the no, second row. No, and damn well that woman was not in that arena, let alone that which state. speaks to her star power, which also just it just proves all of our points. And I just have to say this before we get off this live: if they lose Sasha Banks, that will be the biggest fumble that WWE has ever <laughs> done in their entire life, like their entire existence. If really? they if Sasha Banks leaves on a bad with a bad taste in her mouth, it's not gonna yeah, be definitely. Good. And, and again, I just hate to see how in it, how it's being portrayed because at the end of the day, like everybody said up here, they actually were standing up for the women's division because it was more so like, okay, what is happening with these tag team titles though? Like, what's the point of us? Like, like uh, Doc has because mentioned Naomi a few is supposed people, to win. right? Supposedly. Doc mentioned a few people. Doc mentioned a few people that's on the roster right now that's doing nothing whatsoever that could have been put in that six pack challenge, and. None of them was there, but you want to again. And then people get mad when the four horsewomen are always up front, or you know that Naomi's always getting these things. But like I've seen it a lot of times today. Like oh, Sasha won many times, and da da da. And Naomi was champion, and now she's attacked. No, but none of these things led to anything. Let's look at it. Let's be honest about it. Sasha was there to put over a lot of people. She never had her time. Even her last title reign, even it was long, the one of her longest reign. It was a setup for who? Bianca. Yeah. Right. It was yeah. set up for Bianca. Even though we love Bianca as champion, she never had her moment. So to say yeah, that, oh, she's been treated well is like really well. Right. She, she put over that, like, like made <laughs> Bianca look like a star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So to say that she 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 has gotten her dues is an understatement because it's, it's never happened. And mm-hmm. if, in terms of Naomi. Every time this woman has trended, we've had people from the hip-hop world, the acting world, just saying, who is this woman? And you do nothing with it. Maybe for That's a mind-boggling. Brief second, <laughs> a brief second, <laughs> and she, just a, and then nothing. Right, just her intro to Royal Rumble, and she shattered Twitter. Like, How do you not sell the <laughs> title? How do you not make a million dollars off of a Oh, oh my, but right. you, wanted, you made an ugly That they've title. done in years. Yeah, you made an ugly title. theme title, <laughs> selling it for a dollars. But when Naomi and the thing is, Naomi reminds me of Sasha in the sense of, regardless of bad booking, 
she's always going to get a reaction. So again, yep. going to that point, so someone that popular, why wouldn't you make a glow title? That is is is, is mind boggling. <laughs> and you, you make money. trouble. You make money <laughs> off of that. So what's the what's the issue like? <laughs> Do you know how many men would have bought that title too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many yeah, men. Come collect Commented on it. So many have been like, I would add that to my collection in a heartbeat. So. Like, it, it just sucked to see like that kind of like that's what I'm saying. Like these women that have so much power and the ability to to draw attention to the division, and this being done nothing with the moment they win the tag team titles. What happened with Liv and, and Rhea broken up? You know what I mean? Like what happened? Natalia went down to NXT for a while. Like, so what happened to these tag team divisions? So what was the point of bringing these tag team titles to, to begin with? And to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like some PTSD shit for Sasha. Because <laughs> it's like every time I win this title, there's nothing being done with these titles. <laughs> and I wanted these titles. So at the end of the day, like, what are we doing with these titles? That's, that's the honest question. And like Doc mentioned, the same thing with NXT. You made a whole other title for NXT where you could have just kept it one title for all brands and, and do something with that. Because clearly you don't have enough women to do two different titles for two different divisions. But here we are. This is why I said I, when I went to Royal Rumble, and I again the naive Sasha Banks fan in me was like, no, this is her moment. She's going to win the Royal Rumble. This is it. Traveled all the way to St. Louis. It was an eight-hour drive (laughs) just for for, to sit there and this woman to get eliminated in a matter of minutes and just for for to hear Rhonda's music from right there and then devastated. I was done. Devastated. I was done. And I never thought this would be the day for me. Like I would tune out for like Sasha Bake segments. And it has nothing to obviously do with her, but it's just WWE. WWE has has I I lost that 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 love that I have. So I, I barely watch the shows. I might tune in every other week or so, but I, I I personally don't care. I do care, but I don't care. This is why, even though Sasha and Naomi are such a great tag team and they have such great chemistry and they, they're doing tremendously and the way they instantly mash and just vibe off of each other, I, I genuinely felt when, as soon as Naomi came out and came into the ring after Sasha won her match, I forgot who it was, and she they she mentioned that they were gonna go for the tag team title. I was like, when is this contract up? That's that was my response. <laughs> because it's it's you're insulting our intelligence because these again, these two women should have had matches going into right. to mania, single matches, big right, matches yeah. at that. Mm-hmm. It's an, you're insulting our intelligence. And it, why do we constantly have to be satisfied with lackluster stuff? Oh yeah, they okay, yeah, they they're gonna be featured. They won at WrestleMania. Yeah, great. We celebrate it. But at the end of the day, it's it's the bare minimum. And at this point, it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. Because you wouldn't do that with anybody else with the names I've mentioned earlier, such as Roman, Randy, Seth. You wouldn't do any of these things to these to, to these people. But when it came to these two women, it's time and time again the same thing. And it's it's tired. And I and it was sucks too. It's like I've heard so many stories just from listening to podcasts and stuff about how Vince McMahon would like gain respect for people that you know didn't accept 
something and you know wanted a meeting with him and spoke up and and everything and next thing you know you got to push sometimes so it's like when Sasha Banks and Naomi do it it's a problem and your only thing is the fact that they even just like spoke up and said something and I think that's what my whole issue is and I feel like in the wrestling business it's it is a clout type of business and i think if anyone has earned the right to question a booking decision i think it's sasha banks out of anyone especially like in the women's division because she cares because this is an art form to her that she wants to do well at she wants to put on good matches and and i do want to also emphasize i think sasha makes monopolizes the topics of this because of who she is and i do don't want to not talk about Naomi enough as well because she also this is the first time that I've ever heard that she's ever given pushback as badly as she's been booked and and correct me if I'm wrong but um you know from her return in the 2020 Royal Rumble she could have been complained about how she was being booked and how they literally never capitalized on her going viral in all sectors of entertainment um she could have been complained you know what I mean so it's like why why is it an issue now and that kind and we of, should uh, remember speak- too. Naomi has been around ten years on the main well, roster, thirteen years in total for WWE. So she was there when before the you know the women's revolution. She was a funkadactyl. Yeah. You know yeah. she was she was fighting for the two or three minutes that they were given the women every week. Like she has been in the trenches for a long time. She definitely deserved more when that women's revolution happened because it did feel like they started pushing a bunch of people from NXT while some of the women who'd already been there for a long time kind of got left behind. And when she eventually started to get those little pushes, like it was so nice to see and the fans just got behind her so much. Like Naomi is a real veteran of WWE, like 13 years from FCW to now. I mean, you, you can't, discount that kind of loyalty when they come to you with an issue you have to listen to them yeah and there's just so many directions where they could have gone with naomi's character even like recently you have the whole bloodline thing going right Mm -hmm. if this was if this was going to be the case that okay yeah boston glow will work was is working but if you want to eventually break them up like they typically do all right well Naomi can like align herself with the bloodline. Hell, they her Boston Glow can align themselves with the bloodline and and you know really have like a nice faction going. You know what I mean? There there's so many times in her in her career that you could have went in specific directions. And again, like it's been mentioned in regards to two two three different times she's gone viral for a brief second. All right, let's give her let's give everybody a little bit little something just to you know keep them quiet and then after that what was it during the pandemic or yeah no it was when the 2020 royal rumble like we just mentioned her her the reaction and the way she trended and then soon as the pandemic started so then they try to give her a slight little push during that and then that was that and then what was it she returned um the following year and it was this it it, it was it's the same thing it is like she constantly keeps going viral what is it that i don't understand what is it and i say this to blue all the time every time we have our shows if i own a company and i see the reaction i don't care black white asian man woman whatever the case may be and i see this person and i see the numbers constantly get elevated and i see this trend 
I don't care. I'm like, all right, what what can we do to continue the momentum so we can make more money out of this and and get more eyes on that? I don't understand a company or an owner that sits here and will willingly sabotage his his employees because yeah. for whatever eats to feed whatever ego. Like, dude, you're a hundred years old. What it what it, it doesn't make <laughs> sense at at this point. It, at this point, it's the betterment for your company and 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 the legacy of it and and the minute like something doesn't go your way you want to bash it and 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 destroy it and this it does not make sense to me another thing that i'm sorry another thing that i found that was very interesting about this whole situation is that how many medias picked up the story that wasn't into like 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 e-news yeah a few others like it just it just it's like yeah, that's why I felt like a smear campaign. It was it like is, let's send this out to everybody to that we know that's outside of the wrestling realm to post these these stories about this walkout. I've never seen these people I've talk about anything. E- yeah, not like a backstage situation. Right, situation. Not right. like yeah. somebody got married or something. Like or I've never seen them yeah. right. Like I never seen them like comment on something like this. But that made me think about like the other extreme because I'm also watching Scandal right now, so I think everything is conspiracy. But like, what <laughs> if like I'm like because it's weird. Like you wake up to these like outlets that never talk about wrestling like are now covering this story and then they posted that like at two thirty in the morning. But then I also was like, is it a work? Like, is it, like, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I know a lot of people got annoyed with that, I that I mindset. <laughs> I I mean, ho- I mean, not hopefully. Yeah, you would hope that'd be the case and not, because you can't, we can't see why would they do that to these two individuals who, who really don't cause yeah. controversy like that. But it's like, no, it, 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 it's. it doesn't make sense for it to be a work, especially, it, it would be, it'd be one thing if they were actually healed. Okay, cool. That makes sense. But these are the most, some of the most over faces they have in the company. They, there's no rhyme or reason as to why the, the women, the, the tag team champions who are faced would do any of this just for work. It, it's it's just, I, it, at the end of the day, it's what it is. Like, they don't respect Sasha Banks and, and Naomi, whether it's because they're women or because they're black women. Right. I don't know. But they they lack respect for them. That's what what that comes down to it for me, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's hard um not to think about race because at least for me, like as a black woman, it's triggering because as as a black person, I should say, because it's like you could be so good, but you can't be too good. Like you can be great, but you can't be too great. So Sasha Banks is in that weird place where it's and, and Naomi as well. Um because she has that fan base behind her. I think that's that I think Naomi being having the whole package, she also has the fan base. So it's like WWE don't want them to get too big. Like it's like, you know, y'all can do that, but no, how dare you come and and, and question this this okay. decision? Yeah. Like you're yeah. lucky that we even I'm sure, especially towards Naomi, I'm sure they have the attitude of like you you lucky you even have the you know, kind of attitude, but you would never right. have that with you would never have that attitude with a Sasha uh Charlotte Flair. You would never have that attitude with even like a Roman Reigns or like a John Cena who, who would question something that didn't make sense. And I can't keep I have to keep repeating the fact that their gripes were reasonable if that was the right. case, allegedly. That is like a very reasonable thing to want to like kind of at least get answers for 
you know? So then for them to now, you know, get accused of having an attitude or being a bitch. And, and it is triggering for me because I'm thinking of these two black women walking into this, you know, the establishment's office and having reasonable gripes and then being accused of having a bad attitude. Like Jenna, I'm sure you can relate. That's triggering in a corporate setting. You know what I mean? So then for then the company to then put this weirdo statement out, that's when it's like, wait a minute. Like, what's going on here? Because I've never seen this conduct before in WWE. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I've never seen this before with something like this. No. I mean, even when Stone Cold walked out, because he, again, ironically, it's because he wasn't, he didn't like the direction that they were trying to go with him facing Brock Lesnar. There wasn't a real storyline to stink, stink into. There wasn't a statement that was brought out. Yeah, they used The Rock and a couple of other people to kind of like, you know, shade him, which is that is typical WWE fashion. But to put out a whole statement, this has never been done. And again, the words they were using in the statements, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of the words used were um, forbidden words that Vince doesn't want to be used. So it was just like, all right, let's quickly put this together and, and, and make them look bad as possible. And again, these are just two women that you, you, I can't imagine them coming into the office like, oh, well, you need to do this because right. this, this, that, and the third. Listen, they're far from that. So, so the whole narrative of fix your attitude, it, again, it, like Blue said, we're not accusing anybody of being flat out racist, but it, it, it has to be it, embedded in them. You, two, you see two black women standing up for themselves. And it's the notion of, well, okay, they're loud, ghetto, and, and, and belligerent, and whatever the case might be. And it's unfortunate. It's 2022, and we're still having this conversation. Mm-hmm. I will say, again, not to necessarily have Sa- Sasha dominate this whole conversation, but I will say, even though there's still a lot of hate and a lot of disrespectful things people are, are spewing to the both of them, I will say I love that in, there's a difference from 2019 to now. Like people are catching caught the bullshit quicker than they did in 2019 because it was just this whole thing of believing instantly that oh her and Bailey were on the on the floor crying about losing the tag team titles. Now it's like people are catching on to the bullshit again. That's not saying everyone. There's still gonna be those haters and people who are ignorant. But I love the fact that people are are, are really seeing WWE for what they really are and. I just hope that continues. Like something has to give at this point with this company, you know, because that. No, no, go ahead, finish your thought. Because, yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you lost me. <laughs> uh, my bad. I, was, I just was going to ask Doc because Doc didn't get a chance to say if he thought it was like a work or a shoot. Um, the specific was, language that they used is what makes me think it's not a work. The fact that they specifically referred to rehearsal and the things you guys have already mentioned, things like belt and pre-scripted drama, you know, those kind of terms, but also they just acknowledged this in Mustafa Ali's return with him. Don't see WWE immediately turning around and say, okay, let's use this as another storyline for another person that there was a rumor about years ago. Doc, I think we lost you for a bit. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. No, we can hear you now. Okay, sorry. 
Um, but yeah, it just seems like a weird choice for them to potentially use that as an idea for a storyline for somebody who had that rumor a few years ago, right after you brought another guy back who very publicly wanted to leave and right. working your fans that way and intentionally making this many people like pissed off on their behalf is only going to backfire if it's a work because then you're going to upset people who feel like they were supporting Naomi and Sasha maybe for the wrong reason, which nobody should feel that way regardless. But yeah, it just feels like the wrong way to work your audience. Like kayfabe's dead, you know, it's been dead and buried for years. So I just don't see them going in that direction and it would be a really dumb idea for them to do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh somebody pointed out a good point in uh in a chat. Let me let me find it. Yeah, curve. Um curving. It's basically the same thing with Ember Moon. Ember Moon spoke about this in her exit interview. Well not exit interview, but you know, her interview that she had recently about how the women are being uh portrayed right now in WWE and like basically what they're being told what to do. And like even if you don't like the like the idea, then they start pushing you away from the scene like they did with her. Um, the same way when she was at NXT and then they just took off TV and there's no directions for her even though things were promised to her that was not fulfilled and it's just I just it just feel I just feel bad for the women's division in general because even though they make they try to make strides in it um, there was a lot of talent there that could carry the division in many ways um, we talked about a lot of people that's not being used and it's just like there's it's no interest in it and, and to be honest with you when it comes to tag team division in general WWE don't care Let's keep it 100. Like, WWE does not really cater. I don't know if it has it changed since I last watched it. Because I was talking to Doc early, and I, told him, I only watched the pay-per-views, and I'm pretty much caught up because of the video packages. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty good to watch. Yeah. Um, um, But um, from what I remember, they didn't care about the tag team division either. So it, I don't think it would make any sense if it was a woman's tag team division. They definitely not caring about that. <laughs> in my opinion, it just sucks that it's carrying on that way. But my question for everybody up here tonight and people in the chat as well is, if you're Naomi and Sasha, and even WWE, where do you go from here? Finish Sasha contract. How do it- <laughs> Basically, if you, you sign the contract, right? I don't know. Whatever they come to a... Um, uh, resolution, but like the rumor had, I don't know how long Naomi is signed for. Um, but for example, with Sasha, the rumor is that her contract is up next year. And I, again, I don't know the specifics or anything, but this is what I've heard from a lot of just people talking on Twitter. If that's the case, I, you know, finish out your contract. I, it's hard to say because this is someone who grew up loving wwe so i don't know what your stance is like from when you were a 10 year old girl to a now 30 year old established superstar but how can i sit here and re-sign with the company yeah okay you throw me a lot of money that's a different story but it's just like how do i sit here and re-sign with a company that this is the second time and i'm sure there's, there's other times that we're not even mentioning but two very prominent times where we've they've constantly made me look bad and and has affect, and has affected my mental like when is it enough that like all right this is not it anymore the thing is with Naomi and my question to you guys is what happens in the sense you know she's married to someone who is in a in a very prominent storyline right now mm-hmm. 
does her husband again i'm not saying anything about their relationship as if he's bats for her or the family bats for them is that's not a situation but how does that affect her husband how does that affect her husband's brother and then ultimately their cousin with Roman, like what are all the, like, I feel like all this so, so intertwined, this whole thing right. is very interesting on how it gets handled. You know, I, I of course they're not going to fire them because why would you try to fire Sasha Banks and, and, and Naomi, who's been a cornerstone of the women's division, even though you haven't necessarily given her her dues. That's a logical question. We're talking about WWE that just doesn't, like I wouldn't be surprised if we got a, like I would be devastated, but like I wouldn't be surprised if this was this didn't end well. You know what I mean? Like, and I and I think that's why it was giving me so much anxiety today because it's like okay, so do the, if they relinquish the titles, that sucks. If now they stop getting a push, that sucks. If they leave the company, that sucks. So it's just like, what is the what's the outcome? Because like you said, Blue, how do you finish out your contract at this point? That shit is mad awkward. It's like okay, like what now? And then that's why I'm so mad that WWE put out that statement because now it's like they kind of they kind of can't go backwards now so like nope. they can't just because my thing is if this was a backstage dispute right that happened because I'm sure this happens a lot because no one fucking probably likes their storylines um and we didn't know about it they didn't put out that statement we didn't get this advertised match at Raw which happens boom whatever it they come back to work a couple days later it gets resolved we're on WWE putting that statement out just made the situation a hundred times worse times harder, yeah. and yeah. harder yeah. to get over this from like a PR perspective, from a, from a fan perspective. And they knew the internet wrestling community was going to eat this shit up. So the wording in that, it's like, I don't know where they go from here. All I know is that I'm going to lose a lot of sleep thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, because it's like, like what my people ever that deserve they, more. Do they return? Like, you you painted them in such a negative light, and again, like Doc said, kayfabe is dead. But at the end of the day, from a from a, a kayfabe standpoint, how do, how how does two over babyface babyfaces come back and they continue <sighs> as babyfaces after you just made a statement okay. that made them look ridiculous and and and, and ter- like terrible terrible human beings mm-hmm. essentially? So yeah, yeah, thousand percent correct. He's like. How do you, where do you go from that? When I, and the point that I was making in regards to finishing your contract, whatever time they need to like get over this, come back and do what the, what's asked and don't resign. That That's my, my standpoint. Mm-hmm. But again, there's so, there's so many moving parts such as, again, we, we, it's noted and we've know we've heard the story numerous, numerous times with Sasha, how much of a fan she is of wrestling and, and WWE, whereas Naomi is legitimately married in this business. And it's not even in this business, but in this company. So there's so many moving parts that it's just like, okay, well, you can't just finish out your contract and leave. So I don't know. Um, I do want to, I did want to, this is a point I did forget to bring up is that I found it, I did find it very weird that um, while they were tag team champions, they had Sasha go out by herself doing a lot of media runs. Um, carrying the tag team title, um, and you know, even though she mentioned Naomi, I felt that would have been a perfect time if Naomi wasn't over as much as she did already. That would have been a perfect time for them to do things together and get that much more over for Naomi and that tag team division. Um, so when I was looking at all the things that she was doing in terms of like uh, first and then they feast and stuff like that, I was just like, where Naomi could be in these spots as well and carry um, carry those spots. So I don't know. Um, 
it's it's uh, it's very awkward. It's an awkward position to be in. Do you now go and let them? Because the thing about the bloodline, right? Because now, as we've been we've been reported, Roman Reigns is about to dip. Like he's gonna be there here and there. So is there really a bloodline right now? Let's be honest. Like if he's out on TV with the Usos, is there really a bloodline? So it would have been perfect if they would have joined them and that Sasha be the leader and have a different aspect to it. Um, but all of that is like, what do we do? <laughs> this just brought a whole nother like level of like, what do we so do good. here? You great. You brought up a great point in Roman again. I love Roman. I love the story. You know, I've been bat bat for him since since we started this podcast. So this is no shade towards him. And his reasonings of negotiating a, a shorter or a less strenuous schedule is well deserved. But for the, but this is this is some this like again going back to Sasha Banks and Naomi. They're always at live shows. You've never heard them say, oh, well, we're not going to do this amount of shows. They, all right, let's, I want to do this. I want to go here. Let's really just show out and, and do what we got to do. So, again, you put, they put, WWE puts their eggs in all in one basket when it comes to people such as like Roman Reigns. And then, you know, you pop them up to be these like big stars. And then what happens? Like, they're ready to just, you know, collect their money and not necessarily work as many dates, which, Again, rightfully so, it's well deserved. But again, it goes back to how can you sit here and sit here um, and badmouth people that are will are are just doing this for the betterment of the division and the company, and that's the crazy thing. You constantly value people that just don't necessarily want to be here every week or or every week and go to different small towns and go to live shows. You know, it's it's let's throw all the money in the world to them. But when it comes to people that are really passionate about wrestling, I'm not saying they're not passionate, but the people that are in the trenches and that really want to work and, and do their thing, it's 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 always an issue. And it just doesn't make any sense. Thank you. Great show, last- guys. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I think we covered a lot of the, what was with the issue with this. Um, I think we should go around and just do last statements. We can start with PR, Doc, Jenna, you know, go from there. Why you say um, my name like that? Gosh, you're, you're not really like. I'm not really what. Chill, chill, chill. That's not gonna happen on my stream. <laughs> That's my tag team partner. Exactly. Wow. Don't make us walk out. We can walk, yeah, we can walk out because we're not being valued. No, uh, no we. I love PR. Me and PR talk all day, every day no, 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 while no, we at no. our nine to five. Oh, don't remind me. Um, but oh, thank you for inviting me to talk about this blue. I was gonna wait till tomorrow because I was like, I don't want to speculate, but you know, you sit on it, and the more you think about it, I was just like, oh god, so I'm glad I was able to talk about this and um i really hope it just ends well and i'm selfish and i want them to stay in the company so i just really hope it works out um are we doing like last statements last statements or uh, no we can come back around again you know to plug oh, in okay, cool. to plug in. um but yeah i just really hope that it does end well and it could you know i like to also think like positive as well because that was kind of my favorite thing going at the moment and i did feel like it was like because i was at wrestlemania 38 and i watched these two women win watching sasha win like watching naomi finally win was amazing and it was a part of me that was like is this too good to be true because wwe always be fumbling and then here we go so i pray that it just like works out and i hope 
it's like the other extreme where it's a wake up call for booking. And this maybe changed it a tide, like, you know, turns a tide with how they book the women's division. So that's what I'm going to leave this on something positive. <laughs> Final thoughts, Doc? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as all of you. I, I would, I would love for them to stick around. I'm, I'm a big fan of both of them. I think they're very valuable to the division. There's still many great matches and stories to be told. But at the end of the day, I want them to do what's best for them. And if, if they want to request their release and see what happens, I'm fully in their corner. If they decide to stick it out and try and work with WWE on something, I'll support them in that too. You know, this is, there's a lot of people who say this, uh, you know, my buddy, Phil Lindsay, I know you guys are familiar with him. He says this all the time, support wrestlers, not companies. That is what people should do. You know, you, you like somebody, you follow them wherever they go. The tribalism stuff is stupid. And you know, whether Sasha is working for WWE or AEW or next year, she's hosting a, a cooking show on YouTube. Who cares if you like her? Follow her, support her, and make sure that she knows you appreciate her. And the same thing with Naomi. Naomi has long been one of my favorite women in WWE, and I cannot say enough good things about her and what she has done over the years and what she has had to go through with booking. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that more and more people start to come out. And I've been seeing a lot of it today. More and more people are showing their appreciation for her and what she's done. And I'm hoping that the people in power see this. Definitely. Agreed. No, I agree with both of you guys. Um, at the end of the day, as, as frustrated and angry that, that we are in regards to WWE and their treatment of, of these two particular superstars, you want the best situation for all parties at the end of the day you want um you want like them to come to a resolution with sasha and naomi so they can continue entertaining and doing the things that we as fans love and have come to just enjoy when it comes to them and their work so yeah i I hope that this is a wake-up call i'm i'm not i'm not too uh confident that this will solve everything and WWE will all of a sudden be like, you know, this ethical place of like, and let's listen to everybody. We know that's not going to be the case, but I hope something comes where they can continue to perform for us. And whether that means eventually they have to leave the company and and follow whatever future endeavors that they have, like Doc said, if you love them, support them. And that's Mm -hmm. what I plan on doing. Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's our show. Um, If you want to catch... I'm kidding. Definitely have me, like, uh, me, I always tell Jenna and, like, uh, Doc says and, like, Phil always say, uh, support the wrestlers. I and mean, that's that's the best way you can do it. Um, That's why I watch the pay-per-views or, what is it now, prime events, premium events, what do they call it again? Now? Premium live event. <laughs> premium live events, okay. That... Uh, with a lot of more commercials that I do not want that. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's why I watch those shows now because, you know, I, I, I like to watch, you know, people I, I, I want to win. Um, 
But when I can't go next week to week and watch them suffer, like Naomi, that whole situation with Sonya Deville that I heard about, like that was like, why are we doing this? Um, I just want something. I want better for the, the mm-hmm. just women division in general, not just at WWE, just everywhere. So wherever they go, I hope that they elevate that division and put it more on the map and and show that women are are great wrestlers and they carry the, the brand sometimes and they are leaders for a long time i always say like sasha binks is number one in the company over roman reigns because she sell more merch she's 100%. out there more often like, like she's more love the 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 rate, viewership is the ratings, up everything. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. not even it's not an opinion <laughs> not an opinion Naomi it's literally a fact yeah like naomi can do the exact same thing if she's given the right opportunities and I feel like every time she does get the opportunity put in front of her, someone snatches it away. So she never really get a chance to, to go to it. Like we said, she got in trouble for her glow belt. Like, oh, you should never did this without our permission. If you watch Total Divas like I used to do. Like, oh, you should never did this without our permission. But then it's like, this is a dope-ass idea. You could have sold titles to these and little kids. And, and, have the, and made money. You selling, like like Jenna said, you, sell, you selling these ugly titles of The Fiend. For like a thousand dollars, there's glow in the dark, there's glow in the dark belt or light light up belt for like three fifty four hundred, and they would have bought it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, been they would have bought it off the rip. So I don't. And like, that was I don't her idea. The, it was so her she idea. Clearly had, she clearly has. She spent her money. <laughs> so she clearly has a good, you know, a creative right. mind to like to, right. to suggest these things. Right. And Look at her also, outfits every week. Other people get. <laughs> praised for coming out with these great ideas and blah 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 but why how come when naomi does it's a problem all of right all the, exactly like, all the money i left on the table just to just because it wasn't your idea come on like it's it's that microaggression shit i'm sorry it is and again and again, just to, to tie up what I, we tweeted this morning, it's like, you got to respect the women, especially our black queens. Because at the end of the day, these women are putting on amazing matches. Whether you like it or not, they no longer get bathroom breaks. You can't miss what they're doing because they're doing yeah. some amazing shit in that ring. And to treat them and, 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 and call them to say change your attitude and stuff like that because they have positive uh, feedback to the division that you want them to carry makes no sense. When FTR wanted to leave, what did you do? You put the belt on them and gave them money. <laughs> like, like, why is it, why is it a different left. situation? And they yeah. still left because you still tra- you still treated the division like trash. Yeah. So, and this is why they out there now doing what they doing and putting on the division everywhere else but your company. So, yeah. like, why was it a different? Like, why didn't you learn from that mistake? Because that's what it basically is at right now. Because these two are probably are ready to leave. Mm-hmm. So now what? So. I just hope that they do whatever make them happy, whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact, New Japan, uh, Stardom, whatever. Like whatever is happy for them, I'm, I'm all about supporting them, and I'll probably watch wherever they go. A thousand percent. Uh, let's close this out and you know plug in what we need to plug in. Doc, do you have any new articles coming out? I got my usual show reviews and stuff that I do. Uh, I'm trying to set up my next AEW interview, so that might be coming here leading into Double or Nothing, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, I'm usually messing around on Twitter doing something stupid. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know why anybody follows me, because sometimes I'll just tweet about the Dick Tracy movie for three straight hours. Like, <laughs> my, my timeline is nonsense some days, but... I feel like you did uh, it like last week, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm definitely <laughs> recording a podcast with somebody about Dick Tracy here soon. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but, someone, uh, someone, someone appreciates it. So yeah, but. yeah. My my buddy Tom, <laughs> Phil was a big fan too, so I think Phil's gonna be part of it. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, today has been a weird day. There's been like, there's been a lot of positivity from people, but there's also been a lot of toxic stuff. Uh. And I, I did see somebody who I think some of you are familiar with, uh, Lovely, Lola Blue. Yes, yeah. yeah. She said online that like everybody should use today to just try and uplift a black woman that you like. So I want to plug Jay Shell Nicole's upcoming project. Yeah. She's doing a. She made a documentary. She's been working very very hard on this for months called Wrestling with Whiteness. It'll be debuting on May twenty eighth. I was lucky enough to where she sent that to me early to watch and. I, I just can't say enough good things about Jay Shell. She's she's such a, a great young woman and very passionate yeah. and we're all gonna be working for her someday. So you know, <laughs> everybody keep an eye out for that. Go check that out and just go, you know, support the creators you like and don't be jerks to everybody. Right. Awesome point. <laughs> go ahead, uh, PR. Um yeah, so we dropped a new episode this week, um, a spotlight on Miss Elizabeth. So check that out. Um, and uh, Chris always does this part. Follow us everywhere. You, yeah, I know the deal. Follow those wrestling girls. Follow Thank you, Blue girls. and the Mixed Tag Show for having us. Um, oh, I just put out uh, our interview, Blue, finally on our Patreon. So if you are a patron, definitely go check that out. It's $1 a month. Go subscribe. Right. Or Going into me wrestling show fun. So if you want to see us outside more, um, definitely um, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Um, I guess I'll talk about the Invictus show Friday because I feel like that's all everyone's talking about. Um, yes. Takeover versus STP, um, which I, I can't wait. I can't believe it's already Friday. So it's in the New Jersey area. So make sure you check it out. Buy a ticket to support um, and subscribe and, and like our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitch. I definitely want to do more um stuff so yeah thanks for tuning in guys <laughs> yeah. um and, uh, and uh follow us at the mixed tag show on instagram twitter twitch youtube follow us at a personal at oh it's me it's sorry miss jenna baby b-a-y-b-e-e or at blue magic grind spell high sound we also have some episodes coming up we have our weekly well we'll come back for another episode this upcoming week um also at uh, talk about the evicted show i'll be giving away well we're giving away two tickets to this friday show so if you're in the new jersey area and you want to see the show here's a way to win uh follow us on twitter follow us on twitch follow us on we'll subscribe to our youtube channel and just dm us done on twitter and we'll pick a winner uh i'll say by thursday we'll pick a winner by thursday so we could go ahead and and get um these tickets out to you guys. So follow us on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, subscribe and say done. That's it. Do it. You do not um, want to miss this show. I'm telling you, Definitely you are not, not going to miss this show. <laughs> it is going to be bananas. Crazy. So STP versus Take well Takeover versus STP is the name of the event. Uh it's going to be crazy. There's a lot of matches going on. There's a lot on the card. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter whatever to find out the cards. Uh that's about it on our end uh thank you to queen pr representing those wrestling girls thank you to doc representing bleacher report thank you to jenna representing the mixed tag show uh thank you to everybody in the chat that kept us going and, and put your comments in there we appreciate it when you get a chance make sure you follow all of us as we already said everything we need to do and on that note peace
Hey everyone, it's me, Queen PR, one half of those wrestling girls, and I am here to invite you to the next big event that you can catch those wrestling girls at, and that is the Black Wrestle Fest presented by Pretty Heels, and that goes down in Brooklyn, New York, Juneteenth weekend. That is a two-day wrestling convention taking place on June 18th and 19th, and is an inclusive series of events fusing urban culture and sports entertainment. Events include a wrestling rap battle, wrestling video gaming tournament, panel discussions and Q&As, meet and greets, in-ring experiences, including a Battle Club Pro show, uh, promo photos, promo battles, a party bus to the Pro Wrestling Vibe Show. And I'm pretty sure between now and then there are going to be more events added. Shout out to Danielle and her Pretty Hills team who have been putting in that work to make this two-day wrestling convention a success. And we are really excited about it. Um, You'll be able to meet some of your favorites in the Black wrestling community, including the one and only Faye Jackson, the Wrestling Realm, shout out to Brian H. Waters, uh, Gia Scott, Darius Carter, Willow Nightingale, Prolific, Shane Taylor, Big Swole, the Jobber Series Podcast Network, and of course, Queen PR, me, <laughs> and Krista B will be joined by friends in the podcast row, which will be a live podcast amongst a lot of other fun things, both days at Black WrestleFest. So make sure you check out our booth. Um, and you're not going to want to miss the after party. You are always going to want to party with those wrestling girls. And that will be taking place at Essence Bar in Brooklyn as well that Saturday night. Uh, more information is going to be coming. So make sure you follow Black WrestleFest on Twitter and Instagram, Pretty Hills XOXO on both of those platforms as well. There will be more fun announcements. Again, you have to be at Black WrestleFest. It is a series of events that really, really, really will be like once in a lifetime opportunities. There is a renaissance in the Black indie wrestling scene. I will continue to say it and I'm really excited and I feel very fortunate to be a part of it. And I love that I'm inviting our wonderful fan community to this inclusive event. Um, You can visit BlackWrestleFest.com for more information on travel. They are partnerships with airlines and hotels. Um, So please, I know it's very short notice, but make sure you check that out and see what you can make happen. Um, You can also find sponsorship and vendor information on there as well. Um, Sponsors already include Mania Club. Will Love Designs, Dr. D. Dow Johnson's Wrestling Showcase, um, Battle Club Pro, of course, Job Tears, of course, and so much more. This is one of those exciting events that you are not going to want to miss. Um, we are doing family reunions all year long. Um, I'm excited to get into more events. And like CN Doll um, from the Well Minority and those Wrestling Girls family says, this summer we are either outside or ringside. And I think we're going to keep that model up up until like forever. So make sure you check out BlackWrestleFest.com. If you cannot make it, uh, please buy a ticket and support. Sponsor a ticket for someone that lives in the New York area. Again, you're going to want to be in Brooklyn for this. Uh, and you have any more questions or anything follow us on social media and visit blackwrestlefest.com and we will see you 